Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. At least one House Republican is appealing directly to the president about his plans for a federal pay freeze in 2019. Congresswoman Barbara Comstock writes President Trump asking he reconsider and rescind his plans. Comstock says the freeze is especially jarring because military members are set to get a 2.6% raise next year. She reminds Trump that federal employees live and work throughout the country, not just in the Washington metropolitan area. The Air Force is getting rid of more tasks that take up too much time for its airmen. Federal News Radio Scott Massioni reports. The Air Force is trying to make life a little simpler for airmen. Over the past year, the Air Force rescinded 226 instructions and eliminated almost 4,700 compliance items airmen must follow. The cutback is part of a two-year review the Air Force is conducting to get rid of burdensome tasks for airmen. The Air Force wants to get rid of some regulations so airmen can get more free time with their families and also so they'll take more personal responsibility in future wars. I'm Scott Massioni. A member of the Texas National Guard is accused of stealing meth from Customs and Border Protection. A federal affidavit says Private Edwin Baez stole over three pounds of the drug from a CBP stash in the beginning of August. Baez had been deployed to Laredo, Texas to help CBP agents at the World Trade Bridge. Stripes reports National Guard troops will remain at the border for another year. Army Secretary Mark Esper says he's not thrilled about possibly relinquishing control of Army Medical Research and Material Command to the Defense Health Agency. The 2019 Defense Authorization Act gives DHA jurisdiction over the command starting in 2022. Esper says he'd like to keep the command for readiness reasons. There are over 40,000 vacancies at the Veterans Health Administration. The Veterans Affairs Department releases its figures on employment vacancies as of June 30th. Some other numbers, there are close to 2,000 vacancies in the Veterans Benefits Administration and 2,500 vacancies in the department's staff offices. In total, there are over 45,000 open jobs at VA. Agency leaders also release plans to fill the openings at VHA. They say its workforce challenges mirror those of the healthcare industry overall, as there is a national shortage of healthcare professionals, especially for physicians and nurses. The Merit Systems Protection Board says federal employees who get strong and timely feedback from their managers are twice as likely to perform better on the job. An MSPB study finds employees who receive high-quality feedback are more likely to be more creative in their work and earn higher appraisal ratings. MSPB says the federal civil service needs more people who can and will think creatively and innovatively. The government's use of Dunn and Bradstreet may be coming to an end after 16 years. The General Services Administration releases a request for proposals seeking vendor validation services to replace the Dunn and Bradstreet contract ending in 2018. GSA says the new contract will ensure agencies don't have to contract separately for entity validation services. Instead, they receive the service by way of the SAM.gov portal. Responses to the RFP are due by October 1st. The first task order under GSA's $50 billion telecommunications contract faces a protest. The Labor Department becomes the first agency to face a protest under GSA's Enterprise Infrastructure Solutions telecommunications contract. Granite Telecommunications filed a complaint with the Government Accountability Office on August 27th. Granite says Labor's June 7th solicitation does not give it a fair opportunity to compete, and it also questions some of the evaluation factors. The RFP is estimated to be worth more than $340 million, and many consider it a winner-take-all approach for voice, video, and data. GAO has until December 5th to decide the protest. I'm Jason Miller. An agency within the State Department's Bureau of Consular Affairs lacks adequate security controls. State's Inspector General says the Office of Fraud Prevention Program's case management system is open to cyber threats. The OIG issues eight recommendations to the agency to fix the cyber vulnerability. The agency says it'll implement new security controls by November. 
Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.